Good afternoon, good evening, or good whatever time you're listening to. Episode 137 here of the Deacon and Co. Show. I am the one and only Deacon himself. This would be Saturday, July 22nd, um, 2023. I almost lost the year there for a second because the days are going and flying. And before you even know it, in 13 days, the greatest rock band, greatest band, metal band, whatever kind of fucking band they are, will take the stage at MetLife Stadium, New Jersey, and kick off the North American portion of the 72 Seasons Tour. Now, listen, to me, and I could be wrong here, DeaconandCoShow at gmail.com, if anybody else is feeling the same way, but I feel like the last couple of days getting into this are dragging and um you know it's just like the anticipation and sure enough you know it'll be here two episodes left for you all because uh heading on the road so uh let's make it a good one here 137 as i mentioned and um this one will be entitled escape as i said we're gonna do some stuff on here in the upcoming future and here it is the upcoming future well what makes master of puppets the best Metallica album, a lot of people will argue this song. So, I love Escape. The band, more more so James Hetfield, does not love this song. We're going to break it down. So we'll do that in just a little bit. But for now, let's get into a quick sports update. we got the World Cup flying. Uh, Women's World Cup. Baseball is going. we got Pigskins coming up. Hall of Fame enshrinement and the Hall of Fame game will be coming up in just a couple of weeks. And uh, let me see if I'm missing out anything else here. Nope. All right, so let's get right into Met News. Obviously, we know that we got some sales going on. Metallica.com on for all you vinyl club fans, all right? Uh, we do have some merchandise to be sale. Like I'm, we say, I say we, like I'm part of the fucking band. But uh, we have, <laughs> the band has a uh, sale going on for everything that you need to stock up for with if you're going on the road or whatnot. Band knows what they're doing when they're doing these type of things. They know that the fans will travel to this. So, yeah, why not? Only 20% though? Uh, yeah, anyway. So, one other note that I've been wanting to bring up, and I'm pretty sure that I have only brought this up one other time, and it's, it really wasn't a big deal to me because I'll be there. But on August 18th and August 20th in theaters, you can see the Arlington, Texas show live in the movie theater. So, uh, it's going to be sick, all right? Um, I, I honestly feel like... That's going to be the best, uh, one of the best shows on the tour here because it's being televised worldwide. So this, it's gonna, it's a big deal. So definitely, if you get the opportunity to go and hang out in the movie theaters for two days, you got a Friday night and a Sunday that you want to watch the show, uh, do it because this is going to be something special and uh, you know it's going to be some crazy shit that goes on at that show. Um, Thirteen days away, as I mentioned, everybody for the first timers that are going to see the band. So jealous of you, but listen, I was there. Um, hopefully that you guys are in a better place than I was when I went to my first show, uh, knowing only six or seven songs. Um, you'll you need to know these songs, and you need to catch on quickly of what goes on live. I'm not going to be there to help you because I'll be on the floor. So <laughs> is what it is. All right, so that with that being said, okay, and thank you for everybody who uh, it, it commented on the um, National Gummy Worm Day or, uh, yeah, Gummy Worm Day last week because our other fun fact comes from another one. Um, these fun facts, I mean, there's, a day, there's always something for something every single day, obviously. So our fun fact of the day here is figured we'd stay on topic here since we just brought up the promotion for the uh, Arlington shows. And today is actually 
National Day of the Cowboy. Not the Dallas Cowboys, just the cowboy in general. You know, those old western school, old school, and there probably are still out some tough hombres out there. But National Day of the Cowboy Day today and National Rat Catcher Day. <laughs> so, for the non-cowboys that are in Dallas, you know who I'm talking about. The rat catchers are celebrating as they'll catch you today. But, fun fact of the day. Just try to have a little fun with it. If I don't have a fun fact about an artist or something, then I'm going to go to the source and I'm going to find something that's going to make you guys laugh. And if it doesn't make you laugh, it sure as shit made me laugh. So, moving on to it here. Hot take. Now, for those that don't know, I mean, you got two good songs here that, that are, you know, very, very uh, rare that they have gotten played. Um, especially over the course of time, all right? Uh, last, let's say, 10 years. I know for a fact that, that you don't have not heard Escaped and Eye of the Beholder. What is the better song over here? Now, this is very tough for me because you're sitting here, you got track five off of Ride the Lightning, and then you have, um, you know, uh, track number three off of Injustice for All. So when I'm looking at an album, all right, big shout outs to our good friend of the Deacon and Co. show, The Doctor, who uh listens to music in its entirety. So if he sits down and he listens to an artist and he wants to listen to that particular album, he sits there and listens to it, the whole thing straight through. Now, when I'm doing stuff like that, because, there's again, there's not many people that are out there that do that, and if there are a lot of people out there, you know where to reach me, deaconandcoshow at gmail.com, because I want to know how you listen to your music. See if I'm the weird one, all right? Uh, so that being said, getting off track, all right, the... The way I look at this is, is what song is going to come on prior to that song on the album that's going to crank you up? Does that song belong on this album? Well, it's a very tough situation when it comes to either one of these songs. Two great songs here. But if I'm going to have to choose one here. All right, I'm going to give a cop-out answer for this answer. I think they're both great. I don't think either one of them is better than the other one. And this is like one of the first times ever that I've been stumped um, while doing this for you guys, because I usually have a direct, definitive answer with a logic and a reasoning behind it that can justify what I just said. I don't have that now. They're both two great songs. We're going to break them down. Well, not them. We're going to break Escape down next. Uh, but Eye of the Beholder uh, is, is a, such a powerful song, and they just wanted justice for Cliff's death. And on Justice and Injustice for All, you hear a lot of political stuff, all right? And Metallica is somewhat of a political band when it comes to talking about war and that kind of stuff, but not so much as into the politics itself. But they are making you aware on this Injustice for All album how fucked up the world is. There's no question with that. Just listen to Injustice for All itself, okay? Look at one, two tracks later. They're, these are fucked up songs. To Live is to Die, Dyer's Eve. These are fucked up songs, all right? Um... But a lot of people relate to them. A lot of people understand and appreciate what the band actually does, you know, and breaks this down for them in these scenarios. And, and really, a, always a well job, uh, you know, a well done job by the band of breaking it down. And, um, you know, just, uh, bad answer, bad question. I don't know, but that's a tough answer for me. That's where I'm sticking. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, bringing us down into topic number one here. So, a lot of cool things happen in the world. Right when you got time to catch up, and you know you you get that opportunity that you say, hey, listen, I want to check out some new stuff. Well, I can assure you that for every nine fans that listen to the Deacon and Co show, not a lot of them listen to Escape. Okay, 
Um, Escape is one of the most underrated Metallica songs of all time. As I mentioned, James Hetfield really, truly hates the song in general. All right. So let's break it down for you because, you know, I got the old trusty lyric guide right here for all of you. Play it and then we'll go from there and see what you guys think at the end of this for those who have not heard it. For those of you who have heard it and like it and enjoy it, then yeah, this is just another little treat for you here. So let's start this off here, all right? And and not to not to um not to go and uh you know just be one sided here on this one, all right? But when you're when I'm going into this one, all right, I'm getting trapped under ice before escape. Um, you know, I'm turning around here, and, and my apologies if I said track five. I always mix these two up off of Ride the Lightning. It's the only two songs on and and on every Metallica album that I always mixed up. But Trapped Under Ice is five, Escape is six. So coming on from Trapped Under Ice, or if I'm coming on from Injustice for All, all right, you can obviously tell which one. Trapped Under Ice is a great song. Uh, but it's what's when I'm listening to this, I'm not getting any more um, higher, or I'm not getting any more pumped up from hearing "Trapped Under Ice" and then going into "Escape," starting off with "Feel No Pain, But My Life Ain't Easy." I know I'm my best friend. No one cares, but I'm so much stronger. I'll fight until the end to escape from the true/false world, undamaged destiny. Can't get caught in the endless circle, ring of stupidity. Out for my own, out to be free, one with my mind, they just can't see. No need to hear the things that they say. Life's for my own, to live my own way. Absolutely. Instrumentals on this, excellent. Here, let's take a listen. So next up, rape my mind and destroy my feelings. Don't tell me what to do. I don't care now because I'm on my side and I can see through you. Feed my brain with your so-called standards. Who says that I ain't right? Break away from your common fashion. See through your blurry light. Uh, blurry sight, sorry. Out for my own, out to be free. One with my mind, they just can't see. No one to hear things that they say. Life's for my own, to live my own way. 
Now, before I play that, that's some pretty deep fucking shit, just to say, just, just saying. to conclude it see them try to bring the hammer down no damn chains can hold me to the ground life's for my own to live my own way life's for my own to live my own way That is track number six off of Ride the Lightning, Escape. Um, I love Escape. I think that it is, um, you know, absolutely one of the underrated Metallica songs, all right, especially in the early days. And that is the difference of what a lot of people will consider the reason why you could say that Master of Puppets is better than Ride the Lightning because of that particular track and I mean just it's so difficult to say you know um, that there's any album that could challenge puppets because of its perfection um, but yeah that 
that is um, some deep shit there. You know, always deep shit from the band. You know, and uh, a lot of people that can relate to that. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely can relate to that shit. So, your thoughts comments concerns for anyone who is hearing that for the first time direct them toward deacon and co show at gmail.com topic number two here superheroes we don't talk about superheroes on this show because i don't like superheroes i think they're all stupid but with the recent slew of uh releases and whatnot uh guardians of the galaxy the flash and you know a couple other superheroes that are coming out here teenage mutant ninja turtles in a couple weeks they got a new movie coming out here figured we'd talk about a superhero and the rankings of where they rank one particular superhero. So you have here Batman. So Batman is the only superhero that I like. I know I've said that before on here. Uh, the reason being so is because he's the only one that doesn't have a superpower. His power is money, I guess, or his power is the uh, League of Shadows and his jujitsu and his ability to do all these great things and fight crime and stand up to the mob and everything else. Now, so many different infamous universes that go along with Batman and, and really just so many great, you know, storylines and everybody's rendition of it. So there's never a really, I guess, in my opinion, because it's a coming from a comic book, all right, in DC, um, you, you turn around and it's, there's never, you know, a definitive story. There's never like taking something like, you know, from, let's just say, for instance, a book like Watchmen and making it or a graphic novel and putting it, there's, you know, there's really like that's a cut line story. Batman, there's so many different things that, that can go on during the Batman universe that happens that there are multiple different stories or whatnot. So I took a gathered source of all the common, uh, uh, I guess, uh, polls of who voted for the top Batman. So, we got, of course, we're doing a top five Batman list for you here in the top five. And I think there's only seven or eight, um, if I'm not mistaken. But the... Webb and the people have spoken, and their number five is going to be Ben Affleck. Now, I can assure you here that the, the two people that are not on my list, <laughs> obviously, are, are not on this list as well. So there's two that, you know, the differential of the two, I share in common with not having with this list, because I don't think this list is accurate at all. Um... Number four, Robert Patterson, and the most recent Batmans, and a great job that he did. Um, number three goes to George Clooney for um, Batman. I guess that was Batman and Robin, right? Um, number two goes to Christian Bale, Dark Knight series. And number one goes to Michael Keaton, is voted the number one Batman of all time. Now... Where is the first Batman? We didn't even have this guy on the list. So he was that bad that they waited 20 years before they decided to make a movie because he was that bad. The TV show growing up in the 60s, for all of you who are out there, that age applies. That doesn't apply to me, but I've seen every single episode of that because, again, I'm a Batman fan. I am not a superhero fan. I root for the bad guy. you got to have something to root for in these movies, all right? There's so many things that, oh, yeah, we could fly. Well, where the fuck is everybody else that's, that, that, that can fly? You're the only one? Like, come on, give me a break, right? So that's why that shit pisses me off. But my number five, drum roll, please... Starts off with the original, Adam West. Like, dude, I don't care how corny it was, I, it's still classic. The villains in there are classic. I had a, uh, once in a while, I'll, I'll roll up to um, uh, a couple of, uh, ups, not upscale, they're like, I wouldn't say dive bars, but they're like at, like middle 
bars, you know, like gathering lounges, whatever you want to call them, right? Not intimate settings or anything like that. But uh, they'll do trivia night. Hey, can, can you name five villains from the original Batman? Yeah, I sure can. Like, boom, Mr. Freeze, Mad Hatter, Joker, Catwoman, Penguin. There's your five. Riddler, six is a bonus. But uh, we will do a villains list because I, I have I love villains from everywhere. Cartoons, I love villains from movies, I love villains from shows. And it's just like some of the people that you may think that are on my list, you know, and, and this is, you know, not, you know, a lot of the times that when I give you a list, I'm giving you like my top favorites or whatnot. But there are occasional times where I'm saying that this is not my favorites list, that this is the way that I think that it should be. But I kind of feel that way when it comes to certain villains. Um, you know, like on my villains list, I'll give you a for instance, and this will make everybody laugh. Um, Richard Vernon. Well, he may not come across as a villain because he's not blowing up fucking hospitals, but the dude is the villain or the antagonist in The Breakfast Club. You know, like, what did you want to be when you grow up, Carl? Well, Dick, I wanted to be an astronaut. Hey, knock it off. Knock the shit off. Come, come on serious i wanted to be an astronaut <laughs> you know like dude that that's a villain and so i have on my list would have to go up to like we'd, we'd have to do it you know and maybe coming up you know when we have a uh you know we have so much going on especially coming up with the touchdown reports coming back in a couple weeks plus we got uh the whole month of october as you all know is dedicated to horror month so maybe november maybe november we'll do a top 25 villains list of all time and i'll rattle you off some of the people and it will make you laugh because some of these guys may you may not look at them as villains but what is a villain there's like obviously a bad guy someone who commits crime or even what an antagonist and that's what that he is so just an example there number four and i'm a fan of this actor so that's why he's on there Plus, I think he did a kick-ass job in Batman Forever. Val Kilmer. So right away, you see my four and five have to be on this list, and they're not being included in the list that has been by popular demand, all right? Pause for station identification. You're listening to the smooth sounds of Deacon himself. Number three, I agree with Robert Patterson. I think he did a really good job playing in the third, um, I, I mean, as number three here, and then the low, woo, the most recent Batman, that was great, um, number two on this list, alright, is Michael Keaton for me, did a great job in, in Batman and Batman, uh, returns, um, really great job on there, alright, and obviously that leaves me with number one is Christian Bale, um, I was now, no way does Ben Affleck ever deserve to be spoken to as Batman, um, uh, halfway decent actor on a scale of one to ten, I'd give him, a th like, four, five. Um, I don't think he's that good of an actor. Um, but Christian Bale is. And Christian Bale is a top actor of mine. He's like a top three actor of mine. And just the job that he played as Bruce Wayne, it was just amazing. It really, really was amazing. Uh, great role that he did. So many great other roles that he did out there. But that one in particular is a gem. I mean, there's a, you really don't have many other movies out there that Christian Bale... Um, was better in and that and that really does say a lot i mean it has to do with the directing and who your other actors are with your um supporting cast around you but the bottom line comes down to it is just blew me away more than any other batman uh, I, I went to go um you know see batman multiple times in the movie theaters i, I will support the batman series because i like the storyline and each time that they come up with you know not a new villain all right but um you know bringing back somebody or doing something different like in the most recent batman with robert patterson all right um they man, 
use the Riddler. And, I, I mean, Riddler's another one of my favorites. Just sick in the fucking head. You know, I, I like guys that are sick in the head, that are geniuses, that have too much time on their hands, that don't know what the fuck to do with themselves. Oh, shit, I better stop talking about myself. Sorry, oh, am I still recording? <laughs> Just kidding, decaholics. But our genius of the week now that brings us into this was not kidding when he said this to me. So, you know, I always entertain people. You know, I like to, you know, um, entertain them by, like, prank calls and jokes and this and that or whatever, right? So when I go out in public and somebody says something like, yo, or something like, I turn around and I'll buy into what you're saying at first, depending on who you are. And then if I don't like what you got to say, or I don't like the direction or feel comfortable with the conversation, then I switch it quickly and I get the fuck out of here. And that's it. So I'm walking into a gas station uh, to pack, pick up some uh, Twizzlers. All right. And uh, I go in there and I'm walking out and you know, I'm fully, fully loaded Metallica. But here at this point is something that I didn't mention here is, and it's not really a big deal, but um, I went for surgery earlier in the week on Tuesday, so I was not able to um, wear a hat um, right away yet. So I had to wear a hat and I wore a bucket hat, my Metallica bucket hat. And so the guy sees me all Metallica out, and as usual, and so especially in the summertime because there's no sports that I enjoy going on. Most of the time, I love the World Cup, but um, most of the time, you know, I'm sitting in the summer and I'm just like, as soon as basketball and hockey, or as soon as my teams are eliminated, that's it. I don't wear things out of season, so fully metallic it out, and the guy's like, yo! So I turn around and I was like, uh, yeah? And I was like, what's up? And the guy goes, Metallica sucks! And then I see him, and I mean, I've never seen anything like this before, right? He's wearing a Megadeth shirt, and uh, he turns around and, and basically um, has his whole back, or not so much the back, but like the side of his car, and he had like um, one of those old e, uh, Ecoline vans, like E350 or whatever it is, Ford vans, and he's got all these Megadeth fucking stickers and all this shit on his band, like really hardcore Megadeth fan, and I just looked at him, and I'm like, bro... Metallica sucks, fuck Metallica, right? They're just terrible. Without Metallica, though, you don't have Megadeth, bro. Like, do you not realize? Like, he's like, I just never could get into them. Dude, what the fuck do you mean that you can never get into them when the lead singer of the band that you love was the fucking original member of Metallica, you idiot? Genius of the week? Yeah, you're a real fucking genius. Let me tell you that. So... I quickly walked away from that scenario before I got any more of a chuckle than I did. Because at that point, it's just not aggravation. It's just fucking ignorance. Like, know about the shit that you listen to. Know about the music that you love. Know about the music and enough to have a conversation and bring it to the table. Like, I could tell you that there's not many people out there that can wing a conversation and not have anything to know about it. Even when I went back. And I listened to all the episodes that I have no idea what some of the other guests talk about. And to go deep diving with them, I do my research. And even if I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I still know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because I took the time to give that band a chance. Every band got a chance. You know, so like, well, I know the full, you know, complete anthology of each member moving places and shifting out. Not for every metal band, but sure for classic rock and Metallica. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because as you guys know, metal's not my genre. Metallica just blew me away. And they really, really, really are the best act. And you're never going to see anything like it ever again. 
all right and it not you know just i'm enjoying the ride until they call it quits and we don't want to think about that you know we don't want to think about that day it's going to be a very sad day genius of the week megadeth spelt m-e-g-a-d-e-t-h on this scenario i spelt it mega space d-e-a-t-h so yeah it was a mega death for that guy fuck that guy rapitos rapid number one usa still the favorite after three days of the world cup (laughs) yes they are but use logics when you're betting six point spread this seven point spread eight point spread be smart take the points usa is good but not enough to start walking around teams like Germany and Spain beating them 9 or 10 nothing. That's not I can assure you right now that's not going to happen. Rapid number 2 here, best Batman movie of all time. Whoa, that's a no-brainer. Dark Knight Rises. It has everything to do with who Christian Bale was the counterpart and the villain in the movie. Of course, rest in peace to Heath Ledger and absolutely just Everything that the Joker says in that movie is a, is a pun. It's hysterical. And obviously, there's no shit, Deacon. That's why they call him the Joker. Yeah, but you know what? They didn't make Jack Nicholson's character as funny as it could have been. They made him dark. And what they did with Heath Ledger's character is they made him dark and funny. Like, And there's a big difference. Jack Nicholson's still the man. Like, it's just, you're not, you're not going to go anywhere, anywhere near saying anything bad about Jack's performance as the Joker. No joke. It's, you don't fuck around with that. But Heath Ledger absolutely blew me away. Better of the two roles. Modern times, you could say whatever you want. It was just that unbelievable, really. Rapid number three here, and our final rapid of the day is <laughs> Doug the Pug hanging out with Greta Van Fleet? Question mark. Well, this was brought to my attention by Nay that a dear friend of mine, Doug the Pug, you know how much I love pugs, hanging out with Greta Van Fleet. Now, I can assure you that it wasn't for Greta Van Fleet to help out Doug the Pug's popularity because Doug the Pug is more popular than Greta Van Fleet. No joke. What do I feel about that? It's a really nice little dog. Really nice little dog to help them get some fans, followers, whatever else they needed to do. Greta Van Fleet, smaller venue, playing inside. Go see them. They might be good. They might do good for you. Um, as one of the dear friends of the Deacon and Co. show, Guy, gonna see him in 13 days. Can't wait, pal. If you don't have a riff, which some of them, sometimes they don't, if you can't hear that riff and that riff is not there, you know, you're just moderate and you're just average like everybody else. And that's how I feel Greta Van Fleet is. I've seen him multiple times. I've given him a chance. Um, phenomenal studio albums. Good, solid sounds. I just don't think that I, I would ever see them solo. I would never pay money to go see them. You know, pay money because they opened up for Metallica. I'm not paying the money. I mean, I'm sure some portions of the proceeds of that entry fee got went to Greta Van Fleet, but not by my choice, Degolics. Whew. Corner of positivity. Here you go. I can tell you about the music that can free your soul, but it's like trying to tell a stranger about Metallica. I mean, about Rock and roll, do you believe in magic? Yeah, I do. And uh, I believe in that and the music. It's been trialed. It's been tested. It's been um, everything else under the sun, but still standing in the red corner. The champions from the Bay Area. Metallica. And in 13 days, Decaholics, I'm going to show you all at our first timers the power of music, the magic of music. 
okay? So I hope everybody out there has a great rest of their weekend. In the meantime, do me a favor. Follow me on the majors of social. Deacon and Co. Show Instagram. Deacon and Co. Show Twitter. Deacon and Co. Show gmail.com if you would like to leave a line. Next week's show is going to be really, really super special. And it might be, might be annoying to some. It might be the best thing since sliced bread. It might be the best riff since Master of Puppets. Who the fuck knows? But... Stay tuned and be back here. Spoonful Lovin', by the way, is where today's quote was. I forgot to mention that. See? Classic rock guy. But I'll stop rambling. Stay safe. Bad weather expected in where you are. Just hang in there. We're almost through this shitty, shitty time of 13 days before the sun shines everywhere. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you all. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Deacon. But for now, I am out.